Hello, welcome to the Speak Free Podcast. I am your lovely host, Nyla Marquesia. Um, I'm excited about today's topic, y'all. I'm like, I don't know, there's a rib of emotions. Um, I guess it's just like a freeing thing. So if you read the title, then you know we're speaking about daddy issues. And let's be real, that's not always easy to talk about, but... We're going to hop right into it and see what happens. Good morning, my people. It is morning as I'm recording this, so yeah. And if you're listening to it at any other time of the day, good afternoon, good evening, good night to you. Thank you so much for listening. And and I'm excited about today's topic, y'all. We're talking about daddy issues. Daddy issues, yeah, that's a term that gets tossed around a lot. But we about to learn the definitions. According to the Urban Dictionary, daddy issues are when someone has bad or a non-existent relationship with their father. Wow, Dictionary.com says it's an informal phrase for psychological challenges resulting from an absent or abnormal relationship with one's father, often manifesting in a distrust of or sexual desires for men who act as father figures. So, as I said, we know daddy issues. It gets tossed around a lot. And it can be used as a way to minimize attachment needs. So, when you hear daddy issues, like, well, when, when, when somebody says somebody got daddy issues, you automatically start to look at their characteristics, things they do and how they act. So, um, a couple effects of daddy issues, anxiousness, needy, they crave closeness, insecurity, um, hard for them to trust others, clingy, demanding, and need constant reassurance. When I tell y'all, when I was looking at that list, I was like, dang, had what I already knew about myself. But I was like, oh, yeah, that's, that's me. That is me all over. And I'm being completely transparent. <laughs> I am being completely transparent because that is going to be the only way one that I can grow and learn and heal from my daddy issues is this first I first acknowledge and be honest with myself about the things and about myself. Um, so just a little background on my relationship with my daddy. Um, so first off, let me say this: having this conversation, talking about um, this topic, it isn't to downplay. Who my father is, it isn't to downplay um, what he is. Um, it's literally to speak my truth and to share my truth so that other people won't feel alone and so that they know, hey, like, this, this, it's okay. It's okay. It's not your fault. All you can do is learn and, and grow from it um, to be who you need to be. And hopefully, like, Talking about these literally leads fathers or daughters or, or, or sons to want to have conversations with their dads and to be very open in those conversations. Um, <clears throat> and so, okay, a little background on my relationship with my daddy. 
So first, I am the youngest girl of four. Uh, I have an older sister, but two boys, an older sister, and then me. So I'm the youngest of four. Yeah. Okay, so I think I said this. My dad, he is a great person. He's always been a provider. Um, that is something that he did. Um, while my dad and my mom were never married, I didn't grow up in the house. I didn't grow up in the same house um, with my father in it. Or I didn't grow up in the house with my father in it, yeah. <laughs> so that could play a part of my daddy issues. Um, my daddy was there. My mama never kept us from my daddy, so my daddy was very present physically. Um, but when it came to the emotional, mental things, there was a detachment. I don't know why, I don't know where it came from, how it came about, but emotionally and mentally, like, I wasn't attached to my daddy. Um, and honestly, for the longest, I really felt um, kind of left out. I felt like he loved my sister more than me. Um, why my daddy always, uh, you know, like, told me I was beautiful, um, reaffirmed me in my beauty, and called me beautiful constantly. Um, I just still feel like, oh, me being beautiful wasn't enough, or me being beautiful wasn't enough for him to love me, if that makes sense. I really hope that makes sense. Um, and so a little, little side story. I remember once, I was in high school, I think I was in high school, um, and I remember my siblings were outside playing, and I think I was too, but I remember coming in, coming in the house and literally picking up my phone and calling my daddy and literally like boo-hoo crying, boo-hoo crying, like choking up everything and basically trying to tell him how I felt in regards to our relationship, just just being, throwing myself out there and saying how I felt like he didn't love me and I felt like he loved my sister more. And, you know, he's like, I can't understand you. Wait, you got you to gotta talk to her. You got to clean yourself up. And I was, like, trying to get myself together, but it was very emotional for me because, first of all, I didn't know what he would say. I didn't know how he would even feel about it. Uh, and after I got myself together, I then proceeded to tell him, you know, how I was feeling or what I was thinking and what was wrong. And his response was, nah, baby. Nah, I don't know why you feel that way, but nah. And I said, okay. I said, I love you. And I got off the phone. And that did nothing for me. Because though he said that wasn't the case, though that there wasn't a deep thing for him to explain to me. He didn't, I feel like he didn't open the door for me to say why I was feeling those things or how we could try and make it right. And so that literally, moving forward, that literally shaped a whole new relationship with my dad. It was like, oh, okay, at this point, I feel like I have no chance with him. And mind you, I've, 
I've always wanted, I think, a relationship with my dad because the relationship between a dad and a daughter is something that I think is very much beautiful. I think it's something that a woman, a girl, a lady needs. Um, And so the fact that I didn't have it, it literally affected me in ways that I did not know it could. It wasn't until I got to college. Well, at first, it wasn't until I started dating. And then I got to college. And I started to hear other people, you know, speak about their relationship with their fathers. And um, and I was just like, dang. Oh, wow. Like, wow. Like, it was so, like, wow to me. <laughs> you would think I was, like, a kid. I was like, and people you know, I was just listening to their stories and listening to how they felt about their dads or even just how um, their relationship with their dads were. And I was like, wow, I didn't have that. Um, <laughs> so, and then it wasn't until I started dating and I, I, I was dating uh, somebody. And for the longest, I realized I placed so much pressure on this person literally to be everything for me I literally wanted this man to to do and be everything and I realized I was doing that because I didn't have that in my father and so I felt, oh, if this man wants to know me, or if this man wants to be with me, he's going to have to do all of these things that I wanted from my father. Literally. like, And it wasn't until, and yeah, in the relationship I noticed it, but it wasn't until the relationship was over that I really noticed the effects of my daddy issues. And those things were my neediness. Like, I craved closeness. Like, I literally wanted to be around somebody, like, all the time. I literally, like, wanted to be in their skin um, until you got on my nerves. <laughs> um, I was very insecure, very insecure, very insecure about why somebody would love me or how I was capable of being loved. Um, I didn't really trust. Every time this man would tell me something, or every time this man would say how he felt about me, like, it was hard for me to believe it. It was hard for me to believe that somebody could literally feel this way about me and and be consistent in feeling that way. I literally felt like at any moment that person would literally walk out on me and say, hey, I can't do it no more. I don't love you anymore. Those were, those were the effects of my daddy issues. I was super clingy. I needed constant reassurance, demanding, very much so. And even sometimes, like, that person would probably tell you, like, um, very much spoiled. (laughs) Well, I was spoiled because my daddy low-key and my mama, but, like, I just felt like it had to be done when I wanted it to be done. And if it wasn't, you didn't love me. Wow. Wow. And that's that's literally an effect of my daddy issues. It was like, oh, if my daddy did something for me, then he loved me. And when he couldn't do it, oh, he didn't love me. 
I was just like, because I literally equated the acts of doing to love. And that's not the case at all. And so that literally affected my relationship with that person. Like I said, like, I didn't start to notice, like, the effects of it until I was in college. I was in that relationship, after that relationship. Um, and I was like, dang, you know, um, all of these things, I, I wouldn't say all these things are wrong with me, but I have a lot of things that I have to deal with. But, like... How how did these things even come onto me? And I literally had to reflect back to my childhood. And it was like, dang, look at your relationship with your father. Look at your relationship with your dad. That is literally the thing that is causing you to be who you are. It's causing you to do what you're doing. And a lot of those things were not okay. And guess what? I can't place the blame on my father because at that time I had become of age to correct it. And that's and that's exactly what I was trying to do. I remember in college, <laughs> going back, um, I think it was probably my freshman year. I think it was my freshman year. And I was in this class, and in this class they were talking about basically just forgiveness and basically just trying to reach out to people who've hurt you or who've who've basically caused you caused you to struggle in things that you were struggling in and I remember I actually typed up two letters actually to my mom and to my dad I sent a letter to my dad and the response I got back was wow (laughs) it was wow because mind you in typing the letter it was not to offend him it was not to cause relation it was not to call any problems it was literally to open a door to having a conversation with him so that we could be better and the response I got back was like super heartbreaking and it literally just made me be like hey I don't care no more forget it whatever that's how you feel okay it literally downplayed my feelings it literally downplayed my feelings it literally felt like he was not trying to understand why I felt the the one thing I remember was I don't know why you feel this way if you don't know why I feel this way ask me why I feel this way rather than saying you don't know why I feel this way because you did this you do that that's not it it's okay. How did I offend you? How did I do this? What what a, what about this made you feel this way? And that is not what he did. So instantly, instantly, <laughs> I felt angry, let down. There was so many emotions. I was just like, bro, I'm supposed to literally, bro. I was like, bro, I'm supposed to be your daughter. <laughs> And that literally just, like, I don't know, man. I just went through a whole phase after that. Like, I was over my daddy. Literally, I was over that man. I was like, man, that man better not call me. That man better not text me. I'm like, literally being super honest. I'm being super honest. Because that's literally how I felt. That's literally how I felt. 
I was I was like, bro, you don't even care enough about me to figure out what I mean, why I'm saying this, what you did to make me feel this way. All he could literally say to me was how he provided when, when we and my siblings needed stuff. And it's like, it's bigger than that. It's bigger than that. Do you feel like you were really a good father when it came to being emotionally available, mentally available? And mind you, that is not to bash you. That is not to bash him. I'm sorry. That is not to bash him. That is not to say anything because at the end of the day, he may have been doing all that he knew. And that is okay. That is that is okay. But my issue was when I am me as your daughter coming to you to express how I feel. Why not open that door for me? Create a safe space. Create a safe space for me. Something that I never really felt like I had when it came to you. Y'all, this is a, this is a really quick, funny. It's not really funny, but it's a quick story, really quickly. I remember. I was at my dad's house, probably like for a weekend or something. I don't really know, y'all. And I'm a female. And you know, females have their times of the month. Y'all, literally. It, it it happened to me. It wasn't my first time, but it happened It happened to me. Um, I was at my dad's house. And I didn't have what I needed. Y'all, I called my mama. <laughs> it was like, Ma. I need so 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 here. You know what I mean? <laughs> and she was like, "What? Call your daddy. Tell your daddy. Where your daddy at?" I was like, "He not here. I think he goes to the store." Mind you, him and my stepmom was going to the store. And so yeah, I was like, "She was like, tell your daddy." I was like, "No, monkey. You tell him." <laughs> This is not funny. Like, now it's funny because I done grew up. But, yeah, just think about that. I'm laughing at it, but think about that. Literally, when it came to something as simple as that, I didn't feel comfortable telling my daddy. I did not. And so, yeah, my daddy got back to the house. He had what I needed. And he did tell me. He told me. He said, baby, you don't got to be ashamed to tell me this. I am a man. With sisters, I got a mama, I got a wife, a what, 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 you don't got to be ashamed to say this. And I, I was like, yeah, but had you told me this beforehand, I probably wouldn't have been. I probably wouldn't have been. And, oh, this is a phrase, y'all. I, that's a whole different topic, but... I saw this phrase once, and I saw this phrase once, and it said, God isn't a reactive dad. He's a proactive dad. And I literally was like, wow, because honestly, my dad is opposite. My dad is my dad reacted to the things that we said. That Well, me. I'm speaking for me because I don't know about my siblings. My dad reacted to the things that I said, to the things that I did, rather than first being proactive, opening that door, creating a safe space, talking with me initially, and honestly, that was the thing that literally did so much to me, even now, 
like our relationship now um it's a work in progress honestly honestly i have after those two times of trying to talk with him about how I feel in regards to our relationship, at this time I have not tried again. Um, honestly, I don't really see myself trying again. He can initiate it if he wants. But at the place that I'm in in life, I have recognized the issues of their relationship, I recognized my daddy issues. I recognized who he is to me and who he is in my life, the role he plays. Um, I have mourned those things and I've learned from them. And so for me, I am moving forward. I am moving forward and that's why I'm able to speak about it now. Is because honestly, I, oh, honestly, I don't feel any bad way towards him. I've literally let it go. I have literally let it go, and I've literally moved forward. I literally, everything that I've felt when it comes to him reaching out to me, when it comes to him being consistent and texting me or talking to me, when it comes to just having that father-daughter relationship, I literally just go with the flow. I literally do. And I'm just like, hey, if it becomes a thing to where, oh, like, I'm overly crazy about my dad. Hey, thank you, Jesus. You did that. (laughs) And if it comes to where it is now, where it's, I love my dad. My dad is my dad. Um, We can check in with each other. I don't feel any bad blood towards you. I'm not mad at you. I'm not angry at you. If it stays at that, then hey, then hey. Because honestly, I feel like as a daughter, I've done my part. But I feel like as a dad, you should be willing and openly in in and open to reach out and restore or recon- reconcile whatever relationship. And honestly, let's be real, y'all. Maybe my daddy do not see an issue. Do not see how his a- actions or anything has affected me. Honestly. My daddy may just think it's me. My daddy may just think it's me. Mind y'all, don't y'all. This is disclosure. Uh, he once told my sister that I'm funny acting. Why am I funny acting though? Why am I funny acting? Let's let's really be real. And I was like, what? What? <laughs> it's fine. Yeah, I'm sorry. I just told that, but yeah. But yeah, I really. Really, I, I I learned from it. I am 22 now. And let's be real, y'all. It took me 22 years to, to, to get to the place that I'm in. <laughs> because I had to realize, for one, you have to be responsible for yourself when you get to a certain age. You can't place blame on what someone else did for you, did to you, or does for you. At some point in time, you have to accept it for what it is and grow from it, learn from it, and move forward. Because as a young woman, I don't want my life to be affected because of my daddy issues any more than it already has. Any more than it already has. 
my goal is to literally move forward, be better, be better, recognize those things, correct those things, make adjustments to my desires when it comes to the things that I want for myself. And not only for myself, but even from men. I realize that if I'm going to be a woman who hopes to be married one day, I can't bring daddy issues into that relationship. I can't have daddy issues when trying to build a family. That's one thing that not only women, but men too have to realize, man, if we're going to be creating generations and we're going to be creating families, starting families, we can't let the things that our parents did to us affect how we raise our kids. Literally, break that generational curse. Because mind you my daddy probably loved me as much as his daddy loved him. And that is not, that is not to speak ill of anyone. But most times, you do what you know. And that's just what it is. And that is literally what it is. And so in this conversation of being transparent, of literally um, being open, being vulnerable, I really pray that you guys can first acknowledge your daddy issues, recognize those things, pinpoint those things, mourn those things. And then learn from it. That's that's how you're gonna that's how you're gonna heal. That's gonna be the start to your healing journey. Take it from me. It is a journey. Not to say it's gonna be easy. It's not gonna be easy. You don't have to do it alone. Find you a community of people that you can literally talk with, that you can be open and honest to. That was literally the start of it for me. I literally became surrounded by a community of people who literally was like, Lala, be real with us. Talk to us. Share those things. And I did. And and just being able to speak out about those things, being able to literally release those things and not have to hold on to how I was feeling or what I was feeling in regards to that, it literally helped me to see how troubled I really was in that area. Also, go to therapy. <laughs> go to therapy. It helps. I don't care what anyone says. Yes, there's a stigma behind therapy, but go to therapy. It helps. I promise. You're going to feel so much better. Yeah, I'll be feeling so much better. <laughs> like, yes. Do whatever it takes. If having a conversation with your father is something that you need to do is something that's been on your heart let this be confirmation to open that door if they if if your father has not opened that door open that door so for one you can say you tried you can say you tried you were open to it and if that's not the place that you're in i pray that the lord literally um guides you and give you direction into what to do in regards to your relationship with your father 
don't be afraid to be transparent. Don't be afraid to be vulnerable. I don't care what anybody say. There is healing in vulnerability so much. And it may not be pretty. It may get really, really messy. You may cry really, really hard. (laughs) You may have the sniffles. But it's going to be worth it. It's going to be worth it. Don't let daddy issues be the thing that stops you from being who you are destined to be. Be free. Be free. Let those things go. And even if your earthly father isn't the best, know that you have God. And God is not your earthly father. So any hurt, any confusion, any letdown that you may have because of your earthly father, God will not give you those same things. God is a God who loves you despite what you look like on the outside and the inside. God is the one who will love you endlessly. God is the one who literally you can go and talk to about anything and there be no judgment. So if you can't go to your earthly father, go to your father in heaven. I really pray that, um, I really pray that this conversation literally sparks something in you to want more for yourself in regards to who you are what you do what you expect how you interact with people men I pray that you acknowledge the things that aren't healthy and that you create a habit of transformation I really pray that God heals any broken heart because of daddy issues I pray that if a relationship with your father is to be reconciled that it is I pray that people are open minded to reconciling and I pray that overall there is healing in the middle of it that Your kids don't have to experience what you experienced because of your issues. I pray that generational curses are broken. I pray that new life happens. I am excited to hear stories of reconciliation. I am excited to hear how you decide to step out on out on faith, be vulnerable, and have a conversation with your father. This is the start of something great. This is the start of being free, speaking free, and not holding back because of your daddy issues. I really hope that you enjoyed this episode, and in hearing a little about my story, it helps you acknowledge and heal from your daddy issues. I would love to hear any feedback in regards to this episode. So head right over to speak free underscore podcast on IG and let me know what you think. As always, don't forget to rate, subscribe, comment, and share. And let's continue to speak free.
I really hope this episode helps someone, um, not only women, men, and fathers. Um, I really would like for, if you are comfortable, I would love for you to speak free about how you reconcile with your dad or any daddy issues that you may have. Um, please at us at speak free underscore podcast. Don't forget to like, share, subscribe, and until next time.